All right. Welcome to episode two of the Nintendo Pals podcast. Tonight, we talk Clubhouse Games, the Nintendo Summer Sale, Smash Bros. Fighter Pass 2 predictions, and the best Switch games out right now. That and more. Alright, so I am joined this lovely evening by Micah. Yep. <laughs> and we also have uh, subbing for Max this week, our pal Roger. Yep. <laughs> I like that. You guys both give me the same intro. Um, Roger, do you want to kind of introduce yourself and talk about your history with Nintendo? Yeah, my name is Roger. I have been um, a big Nintendo fan since the very early days of the Game Boy Color. And I have owned every console since then. And I've played all the good games, except for some in the Legend of Zelda series, which I didn't get into until the 3DS. Really? Yeah, which game on the 3DS did you did got you? Ocarina of Time. I played Ocarina of Time, the remake. I actually had... Well... I had some Legend of Zelda games on the GameCube, but I think they were just a bit too uh, artsy for me, I guess. Too cerebral? Too cerebral, yeah. <laughs> Wait, so, I mean, so you had the Wind Waker and you never played it? <laughs> well, I did play the Wind... I got the special edition Wind Waker that came with like some other game, I don't remember. And um, I couldn't find Grandma's house at the beginning, so... <laughs> I just, I gave up, and then I never played it again. Yeah, I've, I've told Micah this story. I'm not sure if I've told you this, Roger, but I started Ocarina of Time when I, I, I was real young. Like, I, I have no idea, like eight maybe, eight or nine. And um, it, I could not get into Jabu Jabu's belly. <laughs> Like, it's one of the, it's like the third dungeon, I think. And I, I did everything. Like, I, I did everything that I could think of. And this was like pre-internet accessibility days, right? So I couldn't like look up how to do it. I didn't know anybody that played it. And I never got past that part for years. I did not, I didn't beat that game till I was 16. <laughs> so... <Yeah. laughs> That was it's, probably the most difficult part of the game. There's a, like no hints or anything, game. but yeah, yeah, you just uh, when when I finally like got the ability to look it up, it was like such a slap on the forehead, like like a just a face palm, like through my face. Oh, you give him a fish! Dang it! Because when you go into the store, you can buy the fish, but it's way too many rupees for um what you can carry at that point in the game it's like 300 rupees for a fish in a bottle and it's supposed to be like a hint like you can go get a fish in your bottle that you have in your inventory but i just did not <laughs> understand <laughs> yeah yeah so it's okay sometimes yeah sometimes no it's... i enjoyed i enjoyed a lot of games just not legend of zelda games i had a lot of mario games a lot of yoshi games a lot of Animal Crossing games, but not a lot of Legend of Zelda games. Well, 
I'm ripping. I'm wearing my Triforce shirt. So, got. But what about Metroid Prime games? I've never played a Metroid game in my life. Any? Any Metroid games? Zero of them. I remember being introduced to Metroid, the franchise, the same way I was introduced to um, Captain Falcon. Smash Brothers? Brothers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) To be fair, that's also how I was introduced to F-Zero, Captain Falcon. Yeah. yeah, I tended to play the the chiller games as a kid. Pokemon, I had a lot of Pokemon games, like less intense ones. You know what I mean? Ooh. And you guys got uh, Pokemon Sword or Shield? You guys got we Sword. got Shield. Shield. Yeah. Okay. Um, of course, it had the better Pokemon in it. Yeah. <laughs> they mentioned that fights. <laughs> so the DLC for that comes out in just a couple days. Are you the guys, first part does. Are you guys jumping in on that? I already bought the whole thing, so we'll get we'll get in both parts when they come out. Uh, my wife really liked Pokemon Shield. I think she put like seventy hours into it. I only put thirty, but it was still fine. I still liked it. I still want the DLC, so we bought it. Uh, the DLC looks pretty. It looks pretty good. They're adding. They're basically like putting a new wild area in. It looked like, which was. Uh, cool feature that they kind of experimented with more than like they didn't i feel like when they released the pokemon sword and shield they didn't take too many risks with that they just kind of put it in an area to see how people liked it and it seemed like the reception was pretty positive except for the trees were <laughs> didn't match the trees were hideous <laughs> oh, yeah. don't get roger started about the trees <laughs> Well, that's what that the wild area is what got my wife playing so much because I just went through the story. She would spend a couple hours every day in the wild area just trying to find new Pokemon. So it makes sense that they would do that. But yeah, the trees are hideous. Yeah, really bad. In the trailers, and a for lot the, of other things. In the trailers for the DLC, it I mean it didn't look like you know an, an incredible overhaul of graphics, but it did look it, the the area there did look better than the wild area in the base game to me anyway yeah my opinion on the dlc is the first part of the dlc kind of looks a little bit bland honestly the summer release it's coming out in a few days we'll see but like what we've seen so far is just more pokemon bigger wild area and this really kind of weak storyline but the second part that comes out in the fall or winter, like I think that one looks like it has a little bit more involved of a story and some more development. So I'm looking more forward to that one. Yeah, I'm interested to see how it goes. Um, I, I can't recall. Mike and I were talking about how we feel like the next Pokemon game that comes out we'll probably get because it, it'll probably iterate just a little bit more. You know, if you skip every other Pokemon game, then you actually get like a semi-innovated game <laughs> for the next one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm hoping that like the wild area just becomes like base travel, like that's what it's like. Yeah, take it up game. one more level, and then. Well, they're like you can move the camera anywhere around you. I was like, wow, <laughs> new <laughs> high tech stuff you got going on there. Uh, yes. Um, so that, that comes out in just a couple days. Uh, it actually comes out the day, I believe the day after the summer Nintendo sale ends, which to me appears like it was like an E3, a planned E3 sale. It's like right about the time that we would have had the E3 stuff for Nintendo. 
Um, have you guys checked out the sale at all? See what they've got going on? I saw you yeah. got something, Micah. I, I saw that earlier. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that was actually a, a, a gift from the Bears. I was thinking about it, and then they just surprised me. With it. So I got a Dark Souls remastered. <laughs> it's pretty difficult. Yeah. Especially because I, I think I started running off into an area I'm not supposed to be yet. Because suddenly everything is much more difficult. So I think I'm going to backtrack towards easier. Yeah, I, I played Dark Souls... Uh, Eli, our friend that got you Dark Souls, like I, he introduced me to the game. I, I first played that on on his PlayStation, and holy cow, it's it's such a fun game. It that just like really slams difficulty uh, right off the yeah. bat. <laughs> it, it just starts off hard. Yeah, yeah, but that kind of it's it's kind of that fun. Um, I can do. I can do a little bit. I can go one more. I can go a little bit farther. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice challenge that you feel good when you do things, yeah. but then you feel really dumb when you get killed by these freaking rats. Keep poisoning you. You have to run back to your campfire so you don't die. Yeah. So Dark so Souls. Many times. Dark Souls right now is fifty percent off, I believe. And um, so it was like Skyrim. There's a, there's a bunch of like bigger third party games that are all fifty percent off in their digital store, um, and then a lot of first party Nintendo games, which is that's very rare to see them discounted, and they've got those down like thirty percent off. That's what always bothers me is like I usually buy those kind of second party, first party Nintendo games at full price, and they're like. When I see that they're selling new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe for $40, it feels like the shop is asking me, why did you pay $60 for this? Well, you must really <laughs> For hate... that game especially. <laughs> yeah. You must really hate Call of Duty games if you ever buy those full price. Cause it seems like three months later you get them for like $10. I Yeah, yeah. I, if, if I ever became like a non-Nintendo console gamer and switched to another console, I'd probably just stay like a year behind. Just... Like set all my all my like news feeds and stuff like one year back and I would live a, a fantastic life of cheap games. Cheap. <laughs> I, I think I've got, I've, I've bought two Call of Duty games and I think... I paid maybe fifteen dollars each, so I, mean, I I do kind of like getting games for cheap, so that's nice. Well, it's funny because I don't know if you guys see, seen uh, Mario and Rabbids, which goes on sale all the time. Um, every, everywhere I see, like people really like that game. It might you got you got that one right, Micah? You got that one right? Yeah, I have I have yeah. that game. Yeah. Um, it's fifteen dollars for like the gold edition with all the DLC, which. It's just funny to see a game with Mario in the title and on the front of it. That's fifteen dollars. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I I can't believe it. <laughs> it's it's just like so incredibly cheap. unnatural. Yeah, uh, but along with all the like bigger games, there there are quite a few uh, smaller games on sale. Uh, when I checked the eShop, it was like over over a thousand things on sale. So. There's, there's quite a bit to look through, so definitely check that out. Um, we're going to go through our top ten lists in our question section later, so it'll be a, a good jumping point if you haven't played any of those games. 
definitely get those. Um, we're also partway through, I'm kind of transitioning here, <laughs> we're partway through wedding season for Animal Crossing. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I still haven't <laughs> done anything with that. I, I need to jump back into it. I've done I've done two photo shoots for them. Yeah, I've done two as well. Yeah. I had extremes on both ends. I had one where she really did not like the picture and one where she absolutely loved it and I got full marks <laughs> on the picture. And ironically the first one that I got really bad score on looked more like an actual wedding ceremony than my second one, which was supposed to be the reception, and I literally just put every pink piece of furniture I had down. <laughs> Like, there's a flamingo, a yoga ball, a snack machine, a pink fan. Like, just anything I could find in my inventory that was pink, I put down. And she was like, I love this. Eleven heart crystals for you. <laughs> like, all right. Because every reception's got to have I a mean, yoga ball. <laughs> well, every wedding reception should have a snack machine. Uh, or that's true. a soft serve ice cream. My brother had one of those. It was a big hit. That is a good um, idea. Mostly with me, but I mean, I ate a lot of ice cream. I uh, I think that actually, in spite of the fact that for many people the uh, wedding season event is not very interesting, I think um, I do think it sets a good precedent for Animal Crossing events because I think that if they had furniture that I was more interested in, or like clothing or outfits and hair or something like that, I would be all over an event like this because like the more you play, the more of the items you get. So I think the major thing that they need to to like step up on if they're going to keep Animal Crossing fans playing for two years or three years is like just rock solid items and like additional content. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because because uh, I could see this being I don't think it's not fun. It's not that I'm uninterested. That's fine. But the rewards are more what gets someone to play this sort of event. Uh, like compare it to the um, museum day event mm-hmm. this is leagues better than that i mean right. that event that event I was mean, like a fun one time i mean i did it like, like nine times <laughs> yeah I, I i got i got plaques circling my trophy room it's awesome i think i think uh it's i'm glad they're playing it kind of safe right now when you compare it to pocket camp and the events that they have they're items that they're giving out for these events which are really not very fun in my opinion they kind of make it out to look more like gaia online than animal crossing they've like ghosts that are floating around you and they're like well that's a backpack and this is like ghosts or bats or something or wings and like these really crazy things i think they should try to utilize it it is (laughs) but like the events are terrible like they're really not fun so i i do want nintendo to kind of narrow in on balancing it out so it doesn't get too extreme but i do think they can start using really interesting items like that because you know if they had like wings or something like don't you think we'd all jump on and do whatever it takes to get the wings you know what i mean yeah especially if you could fly (laughs) so um i think they got to do that i think they need to add more fundamental changes um like with like how they added the the bushes and stuff like that as well i think if they if they put out an update every three months with something like that and they just kind of up the quality of the items, I think they'll be locked in for a pretty good... Cool. They just need to add in some, like, Fortnite dances. <laughs> some emotes. <laughs> I'd play to unlock some of those. 
<laughs> we do Animal Crossing Battle Royale. <laughs> We're all up in that like pelican plane, and you you drop down on an island, and I don't know what it, what, what would the Animal Crossing equivalent of that be? You have to like collect bugs. <laughs> well, they had you know, New Leaf. They had those hammers you could hit each other with. You could have those. There you go. You have to quickly pay <laughs> off Tom Nook so he builds you a house before the storm kills you. <laughs> Instead of a storm, it's just a circle of Tom Nook's hitmen just <laughs> closing in around you. I hope Nintendo listens to this. I want, I want, I want them to be. That would be fantastic. Um, that transitions us really nice into today as of when we're recording this because it probably won't go up today but uh the Fortnite, uh the device event the event was called the device um happened which roger was very close to attending um except <laughs> they capped attendance <laughs> and didn't I tell anybody close. i felt very close <laughs> they uh they they opened it up. They said get there thirty minutes early. I got there like thirty five minutes early. I, I try to log on. It doesn't let me in for a while. I go and check online, and they said at uh, twenty nine minutes before the event start, they uh, say, "Oh, actually we're full," which has never happened before on any other event, by the way. And so um, I just watched it on a stream, which is not as fun. Which is a shame because the event looked interesting it was a very visually interesting event but it's just not as fun to watch someone else play it 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 just kind of boggles my mind that it that it went down like that because first off they're doing it on a monday um in the (laughs) middle of the day when quite a few people are going to be working right so they weren't going to be able to attend the event and then they capped it like it was already going to have less attendance and on top of all that, I mean, this thing's been delayed, like, weeks. <laughs> Several weeks. Has it, has it been a month since it was originally supposed to happen? Like, the season change was supposed to happen? Like, it's, it's been... I think so. I think it's been delayed three times Yeah. Uh, by one or two weeks each time. And, um, and the, issue, the issue is that, like, when you set aside time to play an event, like... There's a certain level of trust you have with the developer that you're going to be able to experience the event. And it's bad enough when people, um, which happens every every event, there'll be some subset of people that have an error or something that makes it not work out, and they're very angry. And I think that they felt that by capping the attendance, they could minimize on those errors. But they overlooked the fact that that doesn't feel any different than an error to the player. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, now you just have a lot of people with, with the same feeling and even those that got in, there was still this like a relatively similar proportion of people. Yeah, I heard there that were quite the a few people that crashed. Yeah, so it didn't actually help. And I know, like you were saying, Andrew, there's no way that this was the busiest event they've had. Like this has got to be pretty far down on terms of the busiest events they've had. So yeah. it seemed like something to cut costs on the server side of things, and that doesn't bode well with the player. Like as someone who's like marginally in and out of Fortnite, depending on the time. Like that made me upset. I was like, I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> but but then the giant walls of water were like so cool. I was like, okay, well, I at least want to check that out. <laughs> and I want to get eaten in a shark in this new season, eaten by a shark. So I didn't quite. I didn't. I I 
didn't have time right before this call. I, I had it pulled up um, and was looking at it briefly. So it looks like there was like a big flood and now the island is in like a bubble in water. Is that, did I hear, read that correct? Well, the, yeah. So at the agency, Midas set up kind of this weather machine sort of thing that was supposed to like, it looked like he was trying to like push attack back the, the storm. storm. Yeah. It semi worked. It semi worked, but then turned into a. Um, the storm turned into a water, kind of like a. Yeah, just, just a, a big wall of water, essentially. Like crossing the Red Sea sort of thing, you know? And. Um, but there were some interesting parts because they had some cutscenes with voice acting, including uh, oh, Jonesy yeah. had his own voice. Uh, and they didn't really explain a lot of what happened there, but they had some first person. Randomly in an office space. <laughs> yeah. So. It was more interesting than I thought it was going to be, and it was more interesting than many of the events have been. That is that is interesting. There's like a there's like a hidden lore in Fortnite that, um, like, if you like dig a little deep into, you'll you'll see that they're like hinting at some greater story. Um, either that, or they just throw in these hints randomly <laughs> and hope that they get pieced together at some point by a fan yeah. online. Uh, yeah, they'll look through all the fan theories and then be like, ooh, this is a pretty good one. We'll make it that. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's interesting when they do that because it's a game that really is not story-based in any way. But when it hits you with that, you're like, oh. <laughs> It'd be like like they're all of a sudden being like a really good story narrative to like Mario Kart or something along those lines. Yeah. You're just like, oh, man, that's Hidden. Cool. Yeah, hidden. Um, well, that's cool. Uh, so the the season hasn't kicked off yet. That starts Thursday, right? Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll all be getting on Wednesday. Yeah, cur- yeah. Currently, at least between the event and the new season, the storm is in all game modes is water now. So you have to swim out of the storm if you get caught in it. Um, and uh, it, it it sounds and looks ridiculous. You really ought to play it at some point tomorrow or tonight. Uh, the light shines through the water and actually like kind of projects this watery aesthetic onto the ground around you and everything like that. And uh, the storm still does damage you and you still have to get out of it, but you have to swim instead of uh, oh, yeah, so. I, I saw that and I'm just hoping that uh, it doesn't tank the switch frame rates even more. Because that some sometimes doesn't run I got very some well. frame drops on the PlayStation and they seem like bugs Ooh. where I would just get three seconds of frozen visuals. I'm like, okay, I guess I only have to put up with it for a couple of days. Um, but it also, the creepiest thing is that the water walls make this creepy dying whale sounds when you're like near it. It's, it's really weird. Yeah, that is odd. I, I, when I read that it was like water, I assumed that basically the game had become the floor is lava mode. It's not, yeah, it's not like that. But I've, I've heard it's going to be like that next season. Yeah. I'm, where it's going to be flooded to a certain point, and then it'll go down throughout the season. Oh, yeah, I'm interested to see so. how, the, how it changes when the season actually starts. The yeah. Floor of Lava might be my favorite um, non-standard mode. Yeah. I liked that one a lot. That one in the they haven't getaway. They haven't chapter. Or Heist. I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, Heist get the was fun. Crystal Llama. Those are my favorite. They haven't haven't had them in a while. Yeah, that would be cool if that was the whole game. 
We'll just make our own battle royale that's just the floor is lava. Piece of cake. Yeah, easy. Yeah, it shouldn't be that difficult. <laughs> um, all right, so I've got... Well, it's supposedly this month is when they will announce and release the first character in Smash Bros. Fighter Pack 2. Um, now, Roger, I know you bought you bought Fighter Pack 1. Did you also buy Pack 2? Yes, the, I have the, bought Pack 2 as well. The full, the full pack? Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you feel when they announced it was going to be someone from ARMS? Now, let me, let me preface real quick. <laughs> I when when they first said like we're gonna be doing when they first announced the game like we we were all talking about this and I was like they're gonna put an arms character in and I remember at the time Roger was like that IP's dead they're not they're not putting it on there and they didn't <laughs> and I was like I, I was like you know what he's right it's totally dead they they've completely left that game in the dust and are have moved on they pushed for it so hard when it was when it was first out like when the early in the switch's life um and then it just like kind of slid under the rug only to come back from the grave (laughs) in smash bros format i I was i i I was given the impression that the delays caused by covid19 were responsible for it i honestly think that they had something else planned for the first fighter um i think i'm not sure but that's the that's what i got was like because they announced it so many months after they first announced that they were going to have more characters. Like, so many months. And then they didn't even have any footage or even a character for it. They just said it was going to be from ARMS. And then they pulled out the whole, like, well, you can now, we're going to have another ARMS demo, and then you can buy the game. I think that they recognize that so much got pushed back, including the Fighters Pass, that they have set in ARMS as an attempt to try to kind of let people experience a new game again now the switch has more users i might be wrong about that but given that it took them so long to announce it and they had no footage or anything it seems weird it seems like they're pulling on an ip they know they could develop really easily if they needed to because isn't isn't the our main arms guy already a assist trophy in the game that's true yes spring man is and yeah Ruben so Girl i feel a... like is a me costume. <laughs> so I feel like the, at least with the Spring Man, they could just reuse the same 3D models and or whatever. But it does mean that they might release Waluigi because he's also an assist trophy. Yes. So it's not yes. out of the question. Yeah, I, I'm get... hoping that that'll be the last fighter on the pass, and everyone's oh. gonna lose their minds. Yeah, it'll it'll just be it'll be it. Sakurai <laughs> Mike drops. He leaves working on yeah. the project. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's interesting because, um, they, they're announcing and, and releasing this month and, and there, there's been nothing to show, but at the same time, like from the marketing standpoint, Paper Mario just got like shadow dropped and it's like, Hey, it's coming next month. It's like, I, I mean, it was two months at the time it was released, but still like, they had this whole game up their sleeve, which was you never rumored. Know Nintendo's planning. Yeah, it's 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 wild. Like that. So part of me like wonders if yeah. I, now that you mentioned that they that they've got the assist trophy in game, that does make a lot of sense. So it just be like reusing an existing asset. But 
part of me wonders if this was in the plan all along. And they're just like, it's just could have been. This, could have been. This is our emergency character to to pull out if Byleth fails. <laughs> we'll put him in instead or her. Um, so this leads really well into our questions section. The first question I want to ask is, who do you think is coming to the Super Smash Bros. Fighter Pass 2? Uh, I want to start, because kind of kind of segue from the discussion on the ARMS character. My prediction is that it's either going to be Springman, or they are going to do uh, what they did with Hero, and do a different character for each of the, like, colors that you can be and they'll just cycle through the different uh arms characters probably the original roster before they did any dlc characters which was like nine or ten and they just need eight of those yeah i was kind of thinking along the same lines but i think they might restrict it to just spring man and ribbon girl and then both of them would have like four different color styles yeah they're pretty similar uh models whereas like some of the other ones are like like the mummy is yes. really big some, yeah some of them get kind of weird <laughs> yeah i'd be surprised if they just do spring man i think they'll have at least two i think they might have like eight like you're saying it's and... just it's just odd how they because when they announced it they just show like the whole roster and they're like it's a character from this game and yeah that like, well, or why, why not just say who it is <laughs> Yeah, it's just the announcer. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it, it's going to be interesting. That's why I feel like they're going to do more than just Springman. But anyway, they spin it. Springman's an assist trophy, so all of a sudden assist trophies. So there's like this. There's never there's not an established rule like oh if you're an assist trophy you can't become a full character. I mean, Little Mac did from. Uh, Brawl to Wii U became a playable character, but it wasn't like any assist trophies in the Wii U one became DLC characters, right? Uh, but there's that made-up rule, and then there's also uh, the rule of if they have a me costume for that character, they aren't going to be a fighter. And so if they go with Springman or Ribbon Girl, both those fictional boundaries are broken. Yeah, I would. I would assume they'd have to at least remove the assist trophy. Be I think kind so. of weird, but I'm not sure about the the me costume. <laughs> I don't think they'd remove the me costume, but I yeah. think they would remove the assist trophy. I mean, but you can you can dress your me's as characters that are in the game, or they would already, just replace so. Ribbon Man with the ninja from Arms or the Mummy. I don't know any of their names. Oh, the assist trophy. Yeah, they yeah. do it with the uh, ninja arm guy. <laughs> I can't yeah. remember their names either. Uh, so I, I do think that's what they're going to do. Um, do you guys have any other predictions for who's going to be on this next pass? I think, um, I think they're going to pull a lame and put out Paper Mario as one of them. I think so. I'm, I'm confident slash really hoping that they just don't put any more Fire Emblem characters in. (laughs) I would really (laughs) like to see Isaac from Golden Sun, but I don't actually think that's going to happen, but... 
That's what I'm rooting for. Assist trophies aren't off limits anymore, man. <laughs> my 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 entire prediction for the Fighters Pass Two is Arms Guy, yeah. Paper Mario, which we'll all be disappointed about. <laughs> I I would like that character. I think he would be. He cool. would I, be. He would be a great character to play as. But when it's when it's part of a Fighters Pass, there's only six spots. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you already have Mario and that's yeah, Doctor Mario. He's going to be the byleth of uh, <laughs> a Fighter Pass yeah. two. Um, <laughs> Waluigi, you got to hope for Waluigi. Oh yeah. Okay. Last uh, Fighter of the Pass. I'm calling it now. Could be uh, Rayman. I bet they'll put Rayman in. I think oh, that'd be good. Uh, Steve from Minecraft, gotta do it. That might be the last one. I don't know, I'm not really feeling that one too much, but I've been wrong. I think they'll do it. And uh, someone from League of Legends. I don't know who, but what? somebody. Really? Yeah. Well, if anyone, it has to be my my boy Cho'Gath. Back from my days when I actually played League of Legends. <laughs> I have um, not. I've not played League before. I know. I know none of the characters. I played the. The board reason game. why. <laughs> the reason why I think my, uh, Steve from Minecraft is going to be in the game is there's this guy online called Virgiben, and he has has an almost 100% track record with Smash Leaks. And the only thing that he's ever gotten wrong is Steve from Minecraft. He said it was going to be in the game. It's the only thing he's gotten wrong. And what I think happened is I think that they put off Steve from Minecraft until the final character of the first Fighters Pass because they knew it would reinvigorate the community a lot and it would get a lot of press for the game. And then when they saw there was enough interest for a second Fighter's Pass, they removed him from the Fighter's Pass and put in that Fire Emblem character they put in. Uh, and, and now they're saving it for the second Fighter's Pass. That's what mm. I think. That would be... And that would be the one that got replaced by the ARMS character then, with maybe being the first. Could be, yeah. Yes. I, I didn't put together a full list, but I think I have six. Um, I So, obviously, I, I think it's the combo arms characters. I think it's going to be like a mix, kind of hero style. Um, I think that they will put Crash in. You can see uh, that. Crash Bandicoot. Because he's like... One thing Smash... They already have Banjo-Kazooie, so it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> yeah. One thing Smash is... Ha- is like known as is like a gathering of gaming icons and and although crash is like a dead ip now (laughs) um they've done that with a lot of ips that are kind of dead now i i mean no offense to all you modern pac-man fans (laughs) but like pac-man's not like a kicking franchise anymore uh so they they like take characters from from more retro eras that and and i feel like crash is old enough in his in his uh in his popularity that he he could be on there um i really want waluigi as well waluigi I, I, oh yeah <laughs> yes um i i that's the only one i really want like I didn't get either pass. If if Waluigi comes, I will I will buy him separate. <laughs> I will just pay for the one character. Uh, so I I think that it would be very cool to put Master Chief in. I don't know how actually feasible that is, 
But... Just put him as a separate skin for Steve from Minecraft. That's what, <laughs> yeah, that's they're practically the online. same person. A lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people are like, well, Steve will have like different skins, and one of those will be a Master Chief skin. Yeah, and and <laughs> that's not quite what I think would be. <laughs> that wouldn't be good enough. You don't think so? <laughs> but. Okay, we'll make him a me fighter. How about that? Yes, like uh, Assassin's Creed. <laughs> uh, yeah. So those those are the ones, and and then there's there's uh, an iffy. I I do think Steve will be on there uh, from Minecraft, and an iffy on Spyro, the dragon. Oh man, that's Spyro what I was thinking one. too. That'd be a good one. They should do Spyro. Honestly, that yeah, would be. A I pretty think Spyro game. would yeah fit in pretty well with the game yeah and then his uh his stage can be a skylander stage and you can gather all those old skylanders from the thrift stores and use them in game <laughs> i'm just kidding please don't do that <laughs> that'd be horrible that killed his ip like that game just destroyed his ip <laughs> you know if they do get spyro on smash and they end up releasing an amiibo of spyro like, it'd yeah. be like full circle, Skylanders <laughs> is over. <laughs> uh, that would be pretty funny. You got any predictions, Micah, that we haven't covered? Uh, no, not really. I was just thinking, I was feeling Spyro, because they could do that one. Um, like really ho- really hoping for Golden Sun, uh, Isaac. And, I mean, I feel like they have to put Waluigi in after... It seems like everyone wants him in now. They can't, like, not put him in. I wouldn't be surprised if they released Waluigi like they did the Prana Plant. Not part of the Fighter's Pass, but just a standalone two or three. I don't remember how much the Prana Plant cost. But yeah. If, like yeah, if you got the game early enough, it was free. Oh, man. They're not going to do that. They're going to they're gonna do Goomba for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Prana Plant and that Goomba. Goomba, that's right. Goomba or Baba. That's one of my next. Or yeah. Toad. <laughs> That can be Goomba like Goomba stacked in the shape of a Tetris L piece. That could be. That could be like. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, no, just the Tetris L piece. Yeah. I uh, heard rumors about that, and I really hope that's true. <laughs> I'd forgotten about that, but I want that more than anything. You know, the final <laughs> smash would just be them, like the the line piece coming in on the person that you attack. Yeah, <laughs> and then when the line clears out, they're just gone. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. I'd, uh, about that, but yeah, I want that more than any character. The Tetris L piece. Another one I've seen floating around is uh, the Mortal, someone from Mortal Kombat, probably Sub Zero. Kind yeah, of I could kind of see that, but it'd also be weird them not ripping out people's like hearts and spleens, spines. Yeah, they might do that though. I don't, I don't see that happening, but I guess it's a possibility. His stage will be that that really iconic stage with the spikes. That you can like punch oh, yeah. people off of, and they'll fall down, and then they'll just like Smash Bros. style, where there's like an explosion. <laughs> you don't see anything. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be pretty great. Micah, I'm surprised you didn't uh, you didn't pull for Goku. I don't know. I'd uh, Goku. It would be pretty cool, but I, I just don't think it quite fits with Shrek and Scooby Doo. Yeah. Right? I don't want yeah, Scooby-Doo. Please I don't want, put any um, of those Ultra Instinct in. Shaggy. That's who I want. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, I could get behind that. Uh, there was like a petition out there to put him in Mortal Kombat. Could you imagine? 
I mean, they've put some weird characters in the latest Mortal Kombat game. I went out and looked at that recently and was like, what? <laughs> like, you've got RoboCop now as <laughs> a playable uh, yeah. character. That's that's just funny. They have the, a- the Xenomorph or whatever from Aliens, I think. I don't know. Like, half of the, like, IPs that get put in that game, I, I don't even know where they're from. People are like, oh, yeah! I'm like, I've never heard of that character. Um, so, since we're on our on our numbered lists uh, kick, let's talk about this is this is what I wanted like some some meat of this episode to be our top ten Switch games. So we each went through individually making top ten lists. We have not shared. I. I've been very. It's been very hard for me not to share when playing games with. I've played uh, games with Micah. I haven't played. I haven't played Fortnite with you for a while, Roger. You need to do that. Um, yeah, you do. But I, I mean, I only had this list for like three days, so it really hasn't been that long. <laughs> I, made, I made it an hour and a half. Ago. <laughs> um, but these these are the top ten Switch games for us, uh, and I figured we could just each go. We we could go by number, and we'll each share. I am gonna guess that our number one is the same. I'm 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 gonna put that out there because I feel like this is the Ooh. best Switch game. I I think I know what Roger's number one is. Or <laughs> yeah, number two. and now that Roger's shaking his head, I'm like, uh oh, that means it got <laughs> dethroned. Uh, but it's are, least... are we starting at the the bottom of the list or the top of the list? I think we should start. <laughs> we should start at the bottom, of number ten, right? Yeah, like, uh... that's what I was thinking. All right, we'll start. We'll start with ten. I thought I thought that the first three would be such givens that maybe we should start from the bottom and work down. Like the our end ones would be more surprises. You're probably right, actually. Because I th- well, I think I don't know. I think I'm, our I'm top thinking five, it might be a surprise with Roger now. I think our top five is going to be pretty similar. But I'm good going either way. Votes. You guys want to? You guys can rock paper scissors over it. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care enough to rock, paper, scissors over it. We want to go from 10, oh. 10 to one. Yeah. Let's go 10 to one. Just for, okay. the, just for the heck of it. Right. It's more okay. climactic. So number okay. 10, uh, Micah, what is your number 10? My number 10 is Celeste. <gasps> I mean, <laughs> right. my, my list. You better have some pretty good nine games on top well, of I would say My <laughs> list really changes by how I'm feeling in the moment, but <laughs> Celeste is a real good game and it also gets way difficult sometimes i wish it didn't quite get so difficult i feel like the base story wasn't too bad it it definitely ramped up on in difficulty but then once you get out of that and it's like collect all the the um, b-sides and then the c-sides tapes then it's just like the moon berry good luck (laughs) i didn't even get close to that but the moon berry was so hard it was manageable up for the main story, which is nice. Yeah, I did feel like it ramped up, and it did get more difficult, but it yeah. did not feel like there was a wall that you hit. Like, when you finish the story, there's a wall you hit. Literally, you can't <laughs> yeah. get past it without gems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, game gets suddenly a lot more difficult at that moment. My number 10 is Skyrim for the Switch. So... I put this on here. Well, that's I was... a number ten game. <laughs> <laughs> I put this on here because the Switch is the first time I completed the main story in Skyrim. 
um, such where I have sunk the most hours into Skyrim. Uh, it looks great on the Switch, which is good because it's like a 360 game, <laughs> an Xbox 360 game. And I it's hope it's like looks a good 7th the remaster. Uh, but it it just feels right at home on the console, and I feel like it's a a great game if you have, for whatever reason, have not played it in its seven remasters. Um, get it on the Switch. It's it's. I played the play. first bit on my TI-89, but I didn't get very far. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to be playing Skyrim. We'll be talking about this in like 30 years. Like, oh, the new Skyrim yeah. remaster on the PlayStation it's real 20. Good. <laughs> it's the best one yet. I wonder if they're ever going to make more uh, Elder Scroll games or they're just going to remaster Skyrim every couple of years. I mean, I feel like... their next one, haven't they? Yeah. Every oh, time yeah. every time really cool... It'll be out atmos- seven years. <laughs> every time really cool atmospheric uh, scenery comes on, I'm like, oh, is this Elder Scrolls? Like uh, the Horizon Zero Dawn sequel trailer, the start of that, people were like, is this Elder Scrolls? Yeah, pretty great. What is your number 10, Roger? Uh, My number 10 is Super Mario Party, which I I place on the list because it is fun. Yes. They need more boards, they need some more games, and they need a better character roster. But it's fun. It's a blast to play with two or four players, like locally. It's just super fun compared to the last few Super Mario Party, so I had to put it on the list. Yeah, it's it. So I, I sh- should have mentioned this uh, earlier. We're, we'll also do some honorable mentions. That one was on my honorable mentions list. It was it was up there, um, fighting Skyrim for number ten. <laughs> uh, but I'm sorry, Skyrim just got way more hours, and I think, I think yeah. the fun factor in Skyrim got it a little bit more for me. But Mario Party, this Mario Party was so much better than the last like three installments. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, all right. Um, I'll start with number nine. My number nine is Fortnite. Oh. <laughs> That's fair. So I feel like Fortnite deserves a spot on my list just because of the sheer hours sunk into the game. Um, I don't have that recorded on me but it was like 400 something last it's last like our night. go-to party with friends game it's <laughs> it's, it's a fun game like everyone has because it's free so. uh, and you know it's had a spotty i i feel like it could be higher up on the list if it wasn't so spotty with its quality on the switch <laughs> Uh, 500, 560 hours for you andrew by the way oh my goodness it is it is climbed <laughs> 560 hours into Fortnite. It's I it just keeps you coming back. And and like Micah said, yeah, it's the accessibility. Everybody can get it and play it on practically anything they have. So it's our go-to game with friends because everybody has that one. There are very few games that we all have in our like Discord friend group that all of us have. Um but Fortnite was is like the top one. <laughs> Which, credit to Roger for converting us all to Fortnite. He hey, since you think yeah, Max, he's... Max converted me. Not the not the Max. It's usually on here, but other Max. Max. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he tried several times, and I was very resistant to it. But when I when it came out on the Switch, I tried it out, and yeah, it was fun. It's yeah, you it's got pretty game. into it for a while. With all the more I put over a thousand up. hours into it, but mostly on the PlayStation. Yeah, that's pretty. I know. When I found that out, I was very upset with myself. 
it justifies like the $150 I spent on skins for it because the dollar per hour is still real good. Yeah. The the thing about it, like isn't the, isn't there something out there was like a, if you spend a thousand hours on something you're an expert. <laughs> 10, it's ten thousand. Yeah. Oh yeah, you still got nine thousand. Nine thousand. Yeah, almost before, before you're hitting the uh, Fortnite competitions and earning the big bucks. I guess. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like, how good will you be once you hit ten thousand hours? I, that's Me? yeah. About as good as I am. Now. I was gonna say. I feel like the hour mark doesn't change my skill level at this point. Yeah. We've all plateaued. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if I played for eight hours a day, I would get better. But as is, I don't think it's happening. Yeah. Okay. Well. My number nine is Divinity 2, which Roger wouldn't get. Isn't it on the eShop sale right now? I believe so. But when you have a game that you've purchased already, you can't see what the price is. So I'm not sure yeah. what it's for sale for. Probably I think it's like 12 or $13. 12 or 13 Okay, don't quote me with that reaction. Don't quote me on that. I might be thinking of a different game. Yeah, if it is, how much does it usually cost? I think fifty. Yeah, it's fifty dollar game. Regularly. Oh, there's no way it's that cheap. Yeah, I forget I said that. I mean, it, it you might edit that out, right? When you... Yeah, yeah. I mean, we could. <laughs> I if oh no no I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Risk of Rain. Oh, oh okay, yeah, yeah that's the other yeah. one. That one is like thirteen dollars right now on the eShop. I don't know if if, if Divinity Two is on the so, sale. Risk of Rain, I believe, made it on both Micah and I's honorable mentions. If the yeah. game if the game was done, it would probably be on our top ten. Yeah, it's, uh, but it's early still, access right now. So yeah, it's so. like it's like in phased release developments. Still really fun. Still a fantastic game. But once it's fully done, it's gonna be like top ten quality for me. I bet. Um, yeah. My number nine is Tetris ninety nine. Ah, because hey, <laughs> because Tetris ninety nine, in spite of the fact that it looks horrendous, which is quite a problem for me, um, it's just a blast to play. It has been so long since I loved Tetris as a kid, and it has been so long since they have just put out a Tetris game where it's like just play Tetris. It, all the games they've been putting out on the 3ds and on on iOS and everything, they just aren't. They aren't they aren't close enough to original Tetris to have the same level of fun factor for me, um, and Tetris Nine Nine is really accessible, easy to get into, play for a little bit, stop. I like that. Yeah, yeah, I I really enjoy it. It's it's a fun um, battle royale game, and really just like kind of tosses the battle royale <laughs> terminology into something you're like what. <laughs> everything yeah. should be battle royale <laughs> except for when uh, you just randomly get dumped on like 13 lines and you're like why is this happening to me yeah what? it's not very accessible because the only way to win is to understand the mechanics which are not very clear so yeah. i finally got around to winning a match but you have to be very particular about how you play that mode but they have it so you can play single player like marathon mode now which is good uh, i haven't, I haven't played this thing. yeah when it first came out i i ended up winning like one or two before all just the hardcore fans kept playing so yeah they ought to introduce uh and i think it would work a lot better than fortnite like a bot system and skill-based um gameplay where it's like where i think they did introduce bots oh really i think they have a practice mode or something but it's just against bots but i don't think they've got skill-based matchmaking yeah 
that would be really good for that game, I think. Yeah. Um, Roger, you want to go start this number eight? Uh, sure. My number eight is Ultimate Chicken Horse, oh. which is another really fun party game. Like, I, I like games that are great to play in groups, and Ultimate Chicken Horse, you can play with literally anybody. It can be great at, at platformers, or they can be terrible at platformers, and it will be fun no matter what. So... It's a pretty good one, so that's a that is one that I've been on the fence on getting, and it's probably on sale, so probably need to go check that out. Yeah, might check be into on. that. Probably on probably part of the summer sale. Yeah, because that, that one always looks like a great party game. It's yeah. amazing. It's really fun, and there's online too. So there we go. That's that'll that'll sell me on it. It's the the issue with party games is uh, you need to have a party of people. Yeah current circumstances for various reasons uh okay i didn't have friends to begin with but now with the whole like covid thing it's like not really we're we're kind of we're kind of just getting out of that lockdown mode so we can have maybe start having people over but still it's it's party games are hard to justify buying right now (laughs) yeah that's a good one. Uh, my number eight is Enter the Gungeon. Oh, interesting. Yes. Enter the Gungeon is a fantastic indie game. Uh, dungeon crawler, top-down shooter that I, I just have so much fun with. It's yeah, got a pretty it fun co-op. It just has so much content. It, it especially really for like an in- indie game. I, and it's I was surprised to find out it's it's up there in like the top 20 best selling games on Switch so it's, it's interesting it, they've sold over a million copies which is pretty cool so it's it's a good game that that's a, that's a fantastic game that I would not hesitate recommending to anybody yeah my okay. number 8 is also Enter the Gungeon oh. and depending on my mood it, it might sometimes be higher because I've put a, a lot of time into that. Like, yeah. It it's, has a lot of replayability because there are so many different like weapons and items you can get. And they all interact with each other differently. Depending on what items you have, they can give each other bonuses and do different things. So every game you play is different. Yeah, they have released a sequel. Um, and that is now out on Switch. It is not the same game. <laughs> it's It's... <laughs> That one's uh, platforming, shoot, yeah. shoot 'em up, kind of more Mega Man style. Yeah, and the items are like, I I don't know, I haven't played it, so I'm just kind of going based off what I've seen and heard. It looks like the items are random, uh, which is different than the base game. So I definitely recommend if you if you go out on the eShop, you and type in Enter the Gungeon, buy the first one. <laughs> Like it's different than the second one. I, I can't I can't say whether the second one's good or bad because I haven't, I haven't tried it yet. I haven't but, played it yet, but the, but the first the one is the second. Yeah, Enter the Gungeon is very good, very good. Um, I'll start with my number seven, Ring Fit Adventure. <laughs> um, <laughs> you guys all laugh. 
<laughs> you know, no, that's great. That's well, it's, great. It's that's for, great for those for the audio listeners. Uh, I happen to be in very good shape, and that's why they're they're laughing. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> something like that. Uh, <laughs> Although, probably the best shape out of the three of us. So. <laughs> Uh, the shape is stick. <laughs> it's, I'm a stick. Uh, Ring Fit Adventure is such a fun game. Uh, I have always enjoyed Nintendo's fitness games, uh, the first party ones. Wii Fit, I really liked, um, and Wii Fit Plus. So Ring Fit, right away, I was like, oh, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna like this game because they tend to do a good job with these. But then it turned out to be an RPG, which just, like, boggles my mind still. Uh, and it's very fun. It's a, it's a lot of fun. I, I enjoy it. And definitely one that I recommend getting. Especially now, where we're all kind of in uh, lockdown yeah, you mode. you might have trouble finding it now. I was going to say, yeah. It got very popular. It. Yeah. Once no one was allowed to leave their houses. The one thing that I it, that bothers me about the game is that it's so heavily targeted to a casual market that they introduce what a lot of people would consider just like basic game mechanics pretty late in game. Like you don't get the skill tree until you're like really far in. <laughs> and um, even the like what they advertise in the advertisements are like match the exercise color to the enemies that's an unlockable thing like you don't get that right away so it's it's just like things it, it starts off very very easy but you get but it's it's still fun and as you get it get into it more and more um i'm at a point in the game right now where i'm like i thought it i thought it was going to end and it didn't <laughs> like, i'm like all right all right here we go final boss fight nope <laughs> so I, I really wonder how long the game is I'm close to level 100 I and I heard and saw online that it goes far beyond level 100 so not not world 100 like your character is level 100 yeah. level up system and yeah so it's fun good one uh, who would like to go Roger give, give your number 7 my number seven is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Really? That surprised me that it's that far down there. Well, I love Super Smash Bros. I love Super Smash Bros., but I love six other games more than Super Smash Bros. on the Switch. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I am genuinely curious to see what beats out Smash Bros. for you. Cause... Well, the, the issue with Super Smash Bros., and I won't call it an issue at all, is just that I don't play it very much. And I play it when I'm with friends, and so it's down here with party games, because for me it's a party game. The single player, I don't think is very interesting, but the multiplayer is great, and especially the local multiplayer yeah, is great. Yeah, online multiplayer, not quite as great. But... So all of my games that are like, I love this, the social games, but they're not as meaningful to me usually. Um, and this does, as much as I love Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, it does not have the same character and longevity for a single player game that melee had for its time or and if brawl. they had captured or even brawl but to me melee was like i put so many hours into melee because of the the feel that it had you know and if they had taken that feeling and ad adapted it to like today's day 
modern modernized it a bit, I would be higher on my list. I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a hard game because it's it's not a hard game. It's a hard uh, one to place on the list because because of that. It's it definitely this game is a is a party game. It's designed to be played with other people and not there's not a lot to do single player. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really like it, but like Roger said, I don't really get the opportunity to play it that much. After beating like the World of Light, there's not too much to do single player. It's a lot more fun with other people. Yeah. What is your number seven, Micah? Uh, my number seven is Mario and Rabbits. Mario and Rabbits. That's fair. That's a good yeah, game. Give me my it's definitely a XCOM fix game. on the uh, for the on the Switch though. But now they actually have XCOM too. But you can always get both. <laughs> now is a good time to get Rab- Mario Rabbids too, because it is a fun game for just like playing around, and it's very cheap. Yeah, and I mean, I would say if you like XCOM and whatnot, it's the strategy isn't quite as deep, but it it is it has some different strategies that you would use than XCOM. So I saw a joke floating out there that was like. Uh... XCOM 2 got announced. They're like, oh, finally, a game based off Mario and Rabbids. It does feel like Mario and Rabbids should come first. Like, if you play those two games, that one should be played first. And then you go over to XCOM. Yeah, although, I would say, I feel like Mario and Rabbids is a little more user-friendly. Yes. I think there's a good market for that. I would have never played an XCOM game, personally. Probably not. Um, but I like the mechanics when I got introduced to it through this game. So now I might. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, number six. Uh, I'll go last this time. Roger, you want to go? Uh, my number six is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which just barely edges out Super Smash Bros. Because I do think that Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is the most refined Mario Kart game that they've ever put out, I think. Because it has a lot of really unique courses, it's got a lot of characters, and that's something that, especially the mobile Mario Kart area, has always done a terrible, terrible job with their characters. You're not, and, talking, about, you know, you're not talking about the mobile game, though, because that one has a big roster. I'm talking about... I'm talking about... You're uh, talking about DS handheld. Yeah. yeah. You know, putting honey that honeybee character in. Yeah. Or, you know, using your last slot for Metal Mario when there's only nine characters on the roster. You got Wiggler, but so no that's just like a, a, a cop yeah. out. They're like, we'll just make Mario Metal. Should be easy enough. Yeah. So, um, uh, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe is very well rounded in every way, as far as I can tell. There's almost nothing except for its battle mode, which of course got fixed in a large way with the deluxe version. So mm-hmm. it is probably the best Mario Kart game, that I, in my opinion, that they ever made for its time. So second yeah. place would be Double Dash. I would say, yeah, Double Dash, the, the, the two I, people on one cart had its yeah, moments. that was a pretty good one, too. I do miss uh, some... It, it, so the, the game feels like a culmination of all previous games. Like, it takes really good features from everything, and kind of meshes them into a perfect package i do miss the missions mode uh that was part of i believe the ds which gave kind of like a single player oh, yeah. 
campaign type thing and it had really fun like boss fights that were kind of diddy kong racing-esque which i thought was a lot of fun and i think that would be cool to have but you're, you are right i i do agree it's like the perfect mario kart as yeah. of right now <laughs> um, until the next one comes out hopefully yes i want mario kart 9 or whatever to be a, a solid step above mario kart 8 deluxe and then we'll be on to something real good i think Mario Kart was on my honorable mentions. Yeah. Yeah, me, me too. Ouch. I, I, I do like Mario Kart, but I felt like all these other games I, I were more memorable to me. If you had come to me, like, one year into the Switch's life, I was playing <laughs> well, a I lot played, of Mario Kart. I played Mario Kart 8 with my wife back when we were dating a lot. It was about the only game we played together. So I've, I've actually put quite a lot of hours into it. So I can see that. Yeah. Uh, my number six is... Roger's probably not going to like this too much. Animal Crossing? <laughs> I, <laughs> I like how you preface that with Roger's not going to like this. <laughs> I, 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 just know, I just know how Roger feels about Animal Crossing and He's a big fan. Hey, number six is a great spot to be in, oh, okay, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I have put a lot of time into it, and I've really enjoyed it, but sort of like what Andrew said about Mario Kart 8 Deluxe not being super memorable, I it, it's the same way for me, and I don't feel, necessarily feel like I've accomplished that much. My island still just looks all dingy and whatnot. It's <laughs> some, like, random podunk island Well. Everyone else has these like really fancy civilized places <laughs> with paths and stuff. I'm just here for the That's, fish. That was by choice. By every time I was like, Michael, why don't you do?" Something? He's like, "I just, I just can't decide what to do." <laughs> so then you just didn't do anything. Yeah, with the decor. Your, your life changes a little bit when you spend uh, eight hours in a one day terraforming your island. Yeah, you don't I, come out of that experience the same person you did. I just kn- know if I tried to change things like that, I wouldn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. And that that is true. There's no way <laughs> out of that. I will then just constantly be having to improve my island, and that would take way too long. <laughs> yeah, Animal Crossing is a good one. It's up here. Where it falls on my list. Um... Number six for me, Clubhouse 51 Games. Oh. Now, you know, I really um, want that game. but I Wait, you're saying that beat out Enter the Gungeon? It, <laughs> it does. Clubhouse 51 Games hits like a nostalgic spot for me from the Wii DS era. Um, in that it's like a mini game collection, which the Wii had a bunch of but it's so polished and the multiplayer is so good um i can i can just gush about this game and i'll i'll talk about it more in the what you plan section of the podcast but it's i i've put a lot of time into it already i i but it's not the kind of game where it's like you know 460 hours (laughs) in (laughs) but i have it's one that you can just fit in like like, oh i got got like five minutes i can play play a game on 51 games um maggie and i have started my wife uh has started to do like a game before bed every night just do 
a game on there together. And it's a lot of fun. It's it's uh, definitely one that I highly recommend picking up. Uh, as far as like a mini game collection, I, I don't know of too many that are on the Switch like that. Uh, but this is like peak for games. Plus, there's 51 games on there. Like and a piano. Well, some of the, the piano. Yeah, some of the games on there by themselves are are asking like 20 bucks on the eShop. You know, I've, <laughs> I've seen I've seen like chess out there for like 20 dollars. Yeah, it's it's really good. I will note that I am currently undefeated in Moncala. I have not lost a game. I have tied twice, but I have not lost a game of Moncala. I'm very proud That's of myself. That's similar to my track record on Tic-Tac-Toe. <laughs> really? You're undefeated in Tic-Tac-Toe? Yeah. I feel I'm like... tied a lot. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because the game is is a fixed fixed win game. I don't know if Moncala is a, a solved game. There are some solved games in the 51 game collection where it's like there's an ideal way to play. Um, so, anyways, yeah, that's my number six. Okay, so let's move to, to number, number five. five. I will start. My number five is Divinity 2. Uh, this one was one that I, I, I felt like deserve to be up here on this list it's a lot of fun really great game um and i have gotten the i've gotten a good like 40 to 50 hours out of it by myself and also a good 40 to 50 hours of playing that with micah and max <laughs> uh so that's that's one that is fun multiplayer but is also really fun solo so so that's a great game you like a, if you want a unique strategy game yeah my uh, number five is super mario maker huh. i put almost 200 hours into it just making levels so yes i really I'm real like glad you got creation. it because i enjoy playing the levels you make so yeah. yes. i really like games that let you create things and uh mario maker is definitely one of them I, again, this was one that was it's an honorable mention. <laughs> I I just thought about it and was like, I really haven't made that many levels on it. And to me, it feels more like a side game than a game that I like remember as a full-blown, oh, I played Mario Maker 2, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of got the like party game quality, but with a lot more time sinking on a single player level or uh, on the single player trying side. to get the uh, world record times mm-hmm. it's <laughs> so fun saw... though that one it deserves to be on a top 10 list so i'm glad you have it up there and it's yeah. so high uh yeah mario maker 2 is my number five as well Ooh. Oh, oh. i thought and there'd I... be more overlap in these lists but so far <laughs> we've only had two instances where we've where we've had yeah, like but you said we were gonna have the same the same number one so we'll see how that goes yeah, I, i'm, I'm scared now <laughs> yeah mario maker is a good one yeah. and we've we've i've only made two levels and they're really terrible i spent like seven minutes on them 
And I was like, well, this is good enough. The miniaturized speedrunning community that we created <laughs> from this game, I, I feel like this is a game that you your friends have to get with you. Yes, yeah, absolutely. To really, to really maximize out your playtime. I would not be enjoying sure. it if you guys weren't playing my levels and the other people as well. That makes it very I fun mean, for me. No offense to like other random creators that make things, but a lot of those levels are kind of terrible. <laughs> The top 100, like if you're going like the like best courses, usually are pretty fun. Yeah. Unless you're on like impossible difficulty, then they're just then a lot of them are just dumb. <laughs> yeah. If or done right, boxes. impossible difficulties can be good. But <laughs> Roger's boxes really level that one. <laughs> yeah. Those those are good. <laughs> those are good. Uh, number four for me is smash bros ultimate nice uh this was one yeah so smash bros i i had i had a hard time figuring out where that falls on the list for all the reasons you stated earlier roger where it's like it's not one that i've played too much solo i do have like 90 hours into it so i mean it's that's a that's a good chunk of time right um and all of my multiplayer experiences with it have been just so fun. It's just a, f- a very fun game. And it is definitely the best Smash Bros. as far as like a multiplayer experience um, goes. It's just a lot of fun. Very accessible. And there's... can pick up and play. can be very competitive. can be very casual. Very fun. Yeah. Um, my number four is Celeste. So Celeste gets the same treatment it got at the Game Awards the year it was released, which is the best game that's not in my top three. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and anyway, I, I, the Celeste fact is, that that was the fact that that was even in the running was yeah. just awesome. That's that Celeste, it is. Yeah. It deserves it. Celeste base content is so good. Like I have a really hard time with platformers they have never been a thing that i like and i've also don't handle like fa- repetitive failure in video games very well and celeste structured their story to make the platforming meaningful and they like celebrated your failures so that you could overcome them and i often tell people that like you know when i started getting into mobile game development that i would have not released my first game if i had not played celeste because that's how effectively celeste taught me that walls that seem impossible to overcome are overcomable if you just spend enough time on them and don't get too you know down on yourself and uh, i thought it was very effective at that and so it's definitely up there for me in the top five games yeah it's very good if you're into platformers at all you should definitely pick up celeste if you like really cool narratives I mean, mm-hmm. the story's incredible. Yeah. It, it, it's it's short. It's not it's not like you know a JRPG story, but it it really does hit. Exactly. I can't I can't say it any better than Roger. Like and that. the, the it, music it really is a good game. The music in it is also really well designed as well. Yes. Yeah, it's it's a good a very good indie game. That's a character they should put in Smash. Put Celeste in Smash. That would be cool. <laughs> that, would be, that would be very sweet. Um, 
Yeah, super fun. And I, I, I was just gonna, I was just gonna mention uh, Celeste fell in my honorable mentions, guys. Mm. I'm sorry, but the the reason for that is because uh, really just time. Like it, it, I cleared through the entire game very quickly. Uh, by comparison to most everything else on on this list, I did think it was very worth the time and money spent into it but then after i hit that wall of difficulty i didn't really do much post post that's when that's when it gets good though to be fair to be fair i didn't do a lot of post content either my friend eric did a lot and he really liked it and i do plan to get around to that in the dlc um but for me it was the sheer emotional like result of the base game is what put it up there yeah yeah definitely it definitely deserves to be up there my number four is Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> wow, it ended up in the, it ended up in the number four spot. Heck yes, I, it I, did. I, I my mind Mine's is blown really that it beats out that it beats out Divinity uh, for you. Enter the Gungeon and with Smash Bros. You already had Smash Bros. Right? No, I haven't said Smash Bros. yet. Oh, oh. <laughs> he's like that yeah. one's in my honorable mention. Oh, Animal Crossing! I beat out Animal Crossing. That, yeah. that, well, I mean, that boggles my mind. Luigi's Mansion on the GameCube is like one of my favorite games, and I feel like this was like that, but just better. It I met all my finish, expectations. I still need to finish Luigi's Mansion. So, I really, I really enjoyed it. It seemed like there was a lot of care put into the game. Though so yeah. Max was trying to badmouth the controls and stuff, but <laughs> he's just a Max weirdo. Did like Max did not like it. I... I mean, the party games weren't that fun, but I and I mean, the single player wasn't even like that long. But you can like try and get all the gems if you're into collecting things, which I kind of am. which you are. Yeah, but so I really enjoyed it. I haven't picked that one up. I just I I don't think that it's a uh, uh, one that I would enjoy. But I definitely think if you're if you're a fan of Luigi's Mansion, it's definitely a good Luigi's Mansion game. It should be the it should be the second one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mikey, you want to jump to number three as well? Oh yeah, my number three is. Smash Bros. <laughs> nice. Oh, okay. Fun. There you go. I mean, and it might even be higher if I had more people to play it with, or the online was better. Michael, when you come up here to Rexburg, we can play it together. Oh, yeah. I'll try not to beat you too bad. You will beat me very badly. I'm not very good at that game. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, well, Smash Bros. Okay, so is just one of those games I, even I grew if, up with. Mike is incredibly good at that game. So even, even if even if you 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 Roger were like, oh yeah, I'm really good at this game. I remember, I remember when we when we first started talking about Smash Bros. Hey, I can. Oh, I'm very good. I I'm pretty good. And then you played with us, and you're like, all right, <laughs> yeah, I can beat Mike at um, Rock Band, which uh, we've good. never played Rock Band, so we don't know that for sure. I do know that for sure, and um, I can also <laughs> beat him at Mario Kart. I think, but not. Well, okay, I could probably yeah, beat him at Tetris I, I, and I'm not, probably Mario Kart. I'm not that good at Mario Kart. I, I haven't played that one as much. 
We'll see. We'll I, see how. I'm actually probably better with Brawl than I am at Ultimate, just because I've played that one more. Yeah. So far. Um, for that game, Micah's sister once told us uh, she was like, you know. I always thought I was really bad at this game, at Smash Bros. <laughs> and then I played with other people besides Micah, and I actually am very good. <laughs> and I was like, that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> yeah, that's like what happened to Lincoln as well. He went off to school and plays with his, his roommates now, and he's like, it's really weird like winning almost every game. <laughs> So, I mean, when, when you play with the best, you just get good. So True. you learn. Some Except things. we still can't. We still can't beat you. So it's not like it's a, we're plateauing somewhere below <laughs> that. Yeah. And then I, I get on and play, and I'm like, wow, I'm actually pretty good against the average player. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Smash Brothers. I just like grew up with that on the the 64. Played that a lot with friends. So. Yeah. My number three is Animal Crossing. Uh, It's a great game. It's a a fun game. And and one I think I'll be coming back to as they keep releasing more events. It's kind of finally hit the point where it's kind of died in my... I I haven't daily checked in for a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, But for months, it was every single day. Check in. You gotta check your store. I feel I feel like turnips simultaneously were awesome but killed it for me. I've I've hit a point in the game. You know the the problem where you are just so rich. Well, you bought you bought like <laughs> you bought like 3 or 4 or 5 million bells worth of turnips and then sold them at like a five times profit or something like that. Yeah. Where it's like there's no point in playing anymore. Yes. Like like I can so much buy money. everything, and there's not part of the fun of that game is the earning of money through mm-hmm. means like fishing and bug catching and. Fruit that's why harvesting. I like. That's why I like the yearly cycle of the completing your uh, critterpedia and everything like that. So that even when because yeah. I've got ten million bells in my bank, which is less than you, but enough. I mean, what am I not going to be able to afford with that? Yeah, I mean, I, I, right. Ten million as well, and I just stopped buying turnips. Yeah, it's like I, you don't need it. But I still got to check in to make sure I get you know the seasonal items like the summer shells and the fish, so that I don't have to uh, wait a whole year to get them and everything. Yeah, they did a good job with that. I I do wish that the turnips weren't so op in money. <laughs> yeah, does, I mean, if, we have a, a pretty things. big Discord group of friends that play. Yeah. So if, if we didn't have that, so many people we knew, they wouldn't be so overpowered, but. Pretty much every True. week we're selling for like four fifty or more. Yeah. True. Yeah. That's good. Number three for me is Breath of the Wild. <gasps> oh no. What? Number three is really good. That's a really good That is place. good. That is good. I I'm just I've been dethroned. Right. Like I said, you were wrong. I, I was wrong. <laughs> Breath of the Wild is a great game. I I loved it. It was like I said, top three is really good. I have nothing bad to say about it at all, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just really excited to see where they go with Breath of the Wild 2. I think Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be better than Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I mean, this is like their first into like this type of open world Mm -hmm. game. I feel like they're only going to be better at it for the second one. So I'm I'm really excited about that one. 
I I think it has potential to be. I I bet it can overtake a lot of these top mm-hmm. ten lists and become number one. If it's Breath of the Wild with a little more story, um, yeah, and more some some more buildings. conventional more dungeons lore. and yeah. uh, villages. Yeah. It's it's game over for every other game out yeah. there. PS Five's not going to sell. Xbox Series X <laughs> not going to sell. All that's all them all they're they're done. They're they go the way of Sega, <laughs> and then everybody yeah. makes for just Nintendo. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a good one. Number three, uh, my number two is. Super Mario Odyssey. Nice. My number two is also Super Mario Odyssey. My number two is also Super Mario Odyssey. (laughs) Wow. Wow, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mario, Super Mario Odyssey is a fantastic game. I think main story might be a little on the short side, but if you're into collecting things... Uh, yeah, that's definitely not the case. It's not short. <laughs> it's a very long game. To me, and oh. I was I was I was gonna say I think Roger will hit on this. You'll hit on the same point. It's so replayable. You could play through the main game again and have a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, I've beat the main story like probably seven times, and oh. I've hundred percent of the game twice, which is like unheard of. I've never hundred percent of a game ever. Um, yeah, I, I really haven't quite hundred percented it yet, but eventually I'll get around to it. Um, to me, it was just so polished, and I grew up with Mario sixty four and Mario Sunshine, and I understand the galaxies were great. Um, e three D World was really good, but to me, they never hit the same feeling that uh, sixty four and Sunshine had until Odyssey. I love being able to explore the worlds multiple times, getting more things, understanding it better, finding things you missed before. Uh, the more linear 3D Mario games are great, but they're not in the same category for me as this like sandbox ones. No, everybody ropes those together, and I feel like they should be separate mm-hmm. categories. Where it's yeah, there's like sandbox Mario, there's 3D linear, mm-hmm. and then there's 2D <laughs> linear. Now we just need 2D sandbox. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Terraria <laughs> to, com- to complete that. the the. <laughs> Yeah, no. I I agree. Mario Odyssey is great. Uh, I've yeah, recently it's very redis- polished. I've recently rediscovered it um, through my son playing it, and he plays in assist mode. Now he's three, and with the exception of a couple bosses, which we needed help him with, he beat the entire game solo by himself. So that's cool. It's it, the accessibility on the game i mean a three-year-old beat it you know uh it's it's very good like he doesn't know how to use the the camera right um so with like the extra joystick using the camera that's that's very difficult for him the game compensates for that you don't have to you could play the entire game and not need that camera really yeah. so it's it's got those little like behind the scenes you don't really notice design things that just really polish the game like micah said it's just so polished mario's movements feel so good they're perfect i mean the way the cap throws 
how way you can use the cap throws with your jumps to get like extra distance. I mean, it's just got a lot of. It's very clean and well made in that regard. Yeah. There's there's nothing like negative I could say about it. Yeah. Uh, I will say one negative thing about it. The normal it's not map, long enough. The normal map. Actually, I would say that I would appreciate more content, but I hope they'll make yeah, it simpler. But, yeah. Um The normal map for the globe shows Isle Delfino next to the Mushroom Kingdom, and whatever caused them to take that out of the game, I'm very upset about. Because <laughs> they absolutely should have let you go to Isle Delfino. I would have loved man. Maybe they'll. Well, maybe they're saving it for the remake of Mario Sunshine this year. So that would be cool. The remi- the remakes are just all within Mario Odyssey. They're new kingdoms. <laughs> that would be pretty. I mean, sweet. that would be pretty if they managed to pull that off. But I don't know if they will. That's not. That's not how you can do it. Maybe, maybe in a few years when they come out with Mario like, Universe, Mario Ultimate, yeah, Mario. <laughs> Everybody's here. Mario, Mario, Paper Mario, Mario, Doctor Mario, <laughs> Metal Mario, Metal Mario, Gold Mario, Waluigi's hat. Cap Wing Mario. Mario. <laughs> Luigi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Yes. Well, n- number ones. Th- number My, ones. I, I can go first with this one. My number one is The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and I, th- I was so sure that that would be everyone's number one game. I, I was like, I, 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 was, I was positive because... For one, let's just talk about it. like it's gorgeous. It is it is a beautiful looking game on the Switch. It it's funny because it was originally built for the Wii U. It looks so good um, on on the Switch. Yeah, and feels like it was built for that system. And granted, it, in a lot of ways, it was <laughs> right because because it was a launch a launch title for it. For me, when uh, I when the when the Switch had been announced and it was a few days from coming out, I wasn't planning on getting one. But then I decided, kind of on a whim, like three days before it came out, to look at Breath of the Wild footage, and I was like, "I have to have this game." I mean, there's no <laughs> way I'm not getting this game. So then we went to Walmart, you know, in the middle of the night to to get one, and it was cold and a long wait. But we got one, and I played it, and I never felt so at that point in time. I never felt so peacefully like impressed with a game just be like this is nice i really like how this looks yes yeah it that's a, that's another one where it just look like everything just hits so good like they they just nailed almost every mechanic i i, I can't think of a negative mechanic except for maybe weapon breaking feels a little see i hear that much, i hear that a lot but, but i never had a problem with it i liked the mechanic yeah. It made you find I, new things, you know? I, I kind of yeah. liked it earlier on when weapons actually broke more because I'd be forced to use these different weapons. There's nothing you, like, you, there's you nothing like defeating strategic. a bokoblin with like a piece of wood you found somewhere or yeah. like a pitchfork or something. Or yeah. when things are about to break and you just like throw them at people, it's very satisfying. <laughs> yeah. But it the only time often later on. The only time I got frustrated with that mechanic was playing Master Mode. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> where they where they heal back up, then oh, that yeah. then that's, like gets that. a tad more annoying. But still, yeah, it it really is a fun it, everything, every detail of that game. I I have some complaints, but this is still my number one. Uh, the only the only downsides to Breath of the Wild is that I felt like the story 
element to it was lacking, um, which a lot of Zelda games are very story driven with like crazy plot twists in them and stuff. Uh, true. I mean, I mean, they're not they're not like Final Fantasy or uh, Chrono Trigger type stories. But, Death Stranding. But yeah, yeah, they're <laughs> but they they were really some of the first games to really do that and become like popular titles right like be very story based and that's one of the reasons ocarina of time is my favorite game is i really enjoy the story behind that game in the world and uh breath of the wild is a really amazing world but in a lot of places just feels very empty like there needs to be more uh more lore to the zones rather than just like big huge fields which are gorgeous and and there's a lot to do in in every i mean you find new stuff that that's the kind of game where you 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 play and you're gonna find something new every time you play yeah that's a sandbox <laughs> a sandbox that has some empty portions <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's really my only complaint other than that like the mechanics all feel perfect uh the story that is there is good yeah, I, I really liked searching and finding story, mm-hmm. but it would also be nice if there's a little more base story. Yeah, as well. I agree. I agree. It could have used a little bit more development. Part of why I put it at number three, but um, but it was so good. I really didn't have any issues with it. I just, you, it's just, it's one of those games that it's so good you want more. You know what I mean? That's the only complaint mm-hmm. is that there's not enough. Yeah. But it gave me like. So many hours of gameplay, though, so it's hard to say that there really wasn't enough. Yeah. 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 It's one that I want to play again, but don't want to lose that time. That much time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I know I'll lose it. So I'll just wait for the sequel and lose my time there instead. If <laughs> <laughs> we want to go next with their number uh, one. Yeah. My number one, uh, I mean, technically the game's not out yet, but Metroid Prime 4. <laughs> I just know it's going to be my number one. <laughs> no, just... Did you really? But no, do you I'm know? Just... Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Breath of the Wild is also my number one. <laughs> but I mean, uh, I'm I'm just going to say honorable mention: Metroid Prime Four. I just know it's going to be on my top ten list. Uh, we'll have to do the list great. again in like two years and see. Yeah. In like two years, it will yeah. be out then. <laughs> what? Well, Don't at least see if it's hopes. still on his honorable mention list. It's going to be a launch title for Switch. In, in two years, we'll be like, yeah, we're we're scrapping the entire thing again, but this time it will be real great. We're actually doing Samus and Rabbids. Oh gosh! <laughs> you would pl- you would buy that and you would play it. You would finish that whole. Game I would 100%. buy it and I would Don't play it, but I would still be upset. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great! Breath um, of the Wild. My number one game, if you can believe it, is it's... Animal Crossing. Yeah. And the reason I put it as my number one game is because the Animal Crossing franchise, I've been with it since the GameCube one, and this game is a kind of game, and only Mario Odyssey like touched this for me as well, um, was like, I have wanted this type of game to exist for so many years. Because I liked New Leaf, I liked the City Folk version, but really the Wild World was the last Animal Crossing game where I was like, I want to play this for hours. You know what I mean? Um, 
and they finally got everything together, made it super polished, and I'm anticipating that it will be interesting for two years or so as they continue putting out content, which is something that if any Nintendo franchise needs, it's Animal Crossing. So to me, because of how close the franchise is to me, uh, and how well they knocked it out of the park. It's just my favorite game on the system. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I thought you were going to have Mario Odyssey 1 and that one too. Mario Odyssey is close because it was the same thing. Both of them did the same thing. They capitalized on a franchise that I felt hadn't been hitting its peak for several generations. And they succeeded. And I was really happy about that. And I just, you get used to being disappointed by things. You know what I mean? Especially from Nintendo over the last two generations, there's always Paper something. Mario. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it would be the equivalent of like the next Paper Mario being like the Thousand Year Door, which I don't think it's going to be. But it would be like that. Like you just don't expect it to go like, "Hey, we listen to everything you want, and we're totally doing it and some." And that's what they did with Odyssey and with Animal Crossing: New Horizons. So they're my top two, and and New Horizons is just a little bit higher only because the franchise is more meaningful to me personally than Mario. It's also a fresher game, which might yeah. play a little bit into that. It's true. The the newness of Odyssey is worn off, for sure. But it's it's they're both fantastic games. Animal Crossing yeah. definitely so not only not only all the points about the game itself, but the culture that has popped up around it. Like this mm-hmm. is this is incredible to me. <laughs> that it as a game has like spawned entire talk show segments mm-hmm. and uh, the amount that it has sold like being more than the entire series combined yeah well <laughs> the, the thing is is that like, my wife is really into Sims. She always liked The Sims and Life Simulators in general. But it's hard to find anyone that really nails it. Because they all, Life Simulators tend to go on the generic side of things. They don't tend to develop unique ideas. They tend to be, be just trying to develop ideas from a generic basis, in my opinion. And I think there's a huge amount of people, especially among women, who they don't have video games because they're not marketed to it as often. So they don't have video games like like many other people do where they're like, I love this game and I want to sink hours into it. And so if to finally have something so polished in that genre that's taken the entire world, even if most people only play for less than 60 hours, but it's taken the entire world by storm and having so many copies sold, it's a, it's a really novel experience for a lot of people, I think. Yeah. The fact that it, it's, a, it's a definite bridge between all levels of gamer um Mm -hmm. very very newcomer friendly very fan of the franchise rewarding and good i it it just it does hit all those spots it's a great it's a great game um if you have not picked up any of these games on any of these lists definitely recommend giving him a try i mean first of all how dare you if you haven't picked up any of these games and you have a switch (laughs) How dare you? Yeah. Taking, note that, taking note that Andrew has not bought Luigi's Mansion, just to, just to clarify. Yes. As long as you've bought one of these games, that's, <laughs> yes. that's okay, I guess. But if you haven't bought any of these games this, at still, all... We're still... A lot of places are still in lockdown. The summer sale ends 
this week. So if there's something that you're like, hmm, I want one of these, definitely, I, I'm just going to be that voice. Do it. <laughs> Take the jump, because it'll be, it'll be fun. Give you something to do till Paper Mario comes out. Might give you something to do after Paper Mario comes out. Yeah, it depends on how Paper good Paper Mario, Mario is. <laughs> I, got, hey, I man, got high hopes, but... I didn't cover this in news, but uh, Office Supply Bosses? <laughs> Who's excited to fight some tape? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Micah, how are you doing on battery? Do you... uh, I'm way up at 2%. Okay. We'll 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 do this we'll do this one more question and then you can start off the what you playing and then Roger and I might have to end by ourselves and we'll just act <laughs> like you're still here. <laughs> All right on. Um. So you can start with this next question. Um, I recently saw a trailer, a fan made trailer for Paper Star Fox, and uh, it got me into a rabbit hole of YouTube videos watching fan made paper trailers of games uh, paper the legend of zelda um, and paper Star Fox. what game would you like to see paperfied paper mario style um i mean at this point i'm so desperate for it uh, uh metroid prime uh, <laughs> i think metroid prime. Paper... you really think that would be good for the series i don't even care if it's good for the series i need some <laughs> Some Metroid Prime in my life. It's been too long. Oh, uh, that is that is great. <laughs> I have seen that. You can you can look it up. There there's mockups for a Paper Metroid game. I mean, I don't know if there are really any games that I would really like to see paperfied. I could see myself I mean, liking. Um... I mean, they sort of had a papery Legend of Zelda. <laughs> the... <laughs> I can't... Spacing out on the name right now. The, are you uh, talking about the paint one? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember the name of that one either. Or where it fits in on the timeline. Oh, no, you're... Are you thinking of the one on the Switch, Micah? It's, oh, Link's Awakening? That, I think it's on the about? one on the... It's on the DS or something. It's on the 3DS. Uh, 3DS, or, yeah. Link Between Worlds. Link Between Worlds, what are you thinking? Hmm. The, the one where he's a painting? Yeah. Yeah. Link Between Worlds. Sequel to A Link to the Past. Which timeline is that on? Uh, Fallen Hero timeline? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm impressed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As you the just completely don't, guess. <laughs> well, the timelines don't mean anything anymore. I don't know if you guys have seen that. The latest yeah. uh, Hyrule official book was just like, whatever you'd like. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. well, that's lame. I, I, yeah, they're like, well, as... it doesn't really make sense, so we just kind of throw it out there. <laughs> As far as uh, paper fight games, I can see myself liking a paper Yoshi side-scroller if they I make it that. as good as Yoshi's Island, which they've failed to do on all Yoshi games since Yoshi's Island. Mm. Um, also, but, but really what I would say is a Paper Mario game, like a real Paper Mario game, like the yeah. first ones. That's <laughs> like, what I really want to see. That's a year door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I got to say, I, I think a uh, paper... The Legend of Zelda game would would be a lot of fun. Uh, turning the Zelda series more RPG style fighting would be would Pretty be interesting. Cool. Yeah. I don't want that to happen to the main series in any way, shape, or form. So it has to be a spinoff like Paper. 
and Breath of the style, Wild Two, Paper Link. <laughs> the that art style uh, just would fit really well with kind of the more Toon Link aesthetics. So I just feel like it'd be pretty easy to develop for and make a lot of fun. But yes, I too would like a really good Paper Mario game. Um, yeah. Well, that's it for our question section. So we'll move to our last section while Micah is on 1% battery <laughs> of what you plan. So, Micah, what are you playing? Uh, well, I recently got Dark Souls Remastered, so I, I've been playing some of that. I still hop on Animal Crossing every few days to check my stores and whatnot. Um, playing some Risk of Rain. Don't remember if I mentioned, that's one of my honorable mentions. Um, oh yeah, we didn't go through our honorable mentions, if you guys have any others. I didn't actually have any honorable mentions. Uh, I put... so the. Risk of Rain was one we didn't cover. Well, we did. We, I talked about, like, if it was finished. Okay, I think early it access, yeah. Um, That's right. Rocket League and Human Fall Flat oh, as yeah. honorable mentions. I don't have Rocket League on the, the Switch, but I do have it on the computer. That is a good one. I would put, um, on my honorable mentions, I would definitely put, uh, what is it called? Inverse, inverses? Inverses? Inverses. And I would put Pokemon Shield. I, I, Pokemon Shield didn't deserve to be on my top ten, so honorable mentions is where that goes. Yeah, I did yeah. like it, but it's just. And I will, I will concede. <sighs> Mario Tennis Aces, even though it's whatever. The actual core gameplay with someone else is quite fun. When you're when you're with someone else one on one, is it's actually pretty polished. The story mode on that game is one of the worst things I've ever played in my life. So. It's <laughs> a warm endorsement for that game. They've got a lot of DLC. Buy it on sale, is what I'll say. Uh, yeah. Uh, anything else you want to mention in your What You Playing section, Micah? I think that's those three are most of what I'm playing nowadays, but a few weeks I'll probably switch it up. Um, I'll go next. We'll, we'll save best for last. Roger can, Roger can talk about what he's playing. <laughs> um, so I recently got back into Ring Fit Adventure. Um, we just recently moved. So while we were in transition, I was doing that kind of as a workout every day before work. And really enjoy it still. And it does have pretty good pick up and play again capability after taking like a month or two long hiatus from playing um, and then I've been playing a lot of Clubhouse 51 games a lot it's multiplayer it's just so fun uh, my one of my brothers got it and uh, our friend Eli got it as well so I've played online with them works really well and it's a lot of fun uh, the local multiplayer works really well. I've not heard like local multiplayer games. The it's so well synced that the music is like in perfect synchronization. 
so you can have it and it sounds like the game's in surround sound i don't know if you've, i don't know light. if you've tried it but doing animal crossing on local multiplayer with the radio will do the same thing if you have a radio in your in your house playing through the random songs it will be the same on two consoles but not when you listen to your own air check songs for some reason that is weird yeah yeah so it's one i want micah to get so that i can uh finally get, lose at moncala yeah i was gonna say get beaten at all these 51 games <laughs> finally lose at moncala i've, I've, I've so probably I've, just be able to beat you at chess or something what i was gonna say the reason the undefeated title is so cool to me is because i've been playing online with the and it just pairs you with people randomly and today i got paired with someone and it was like oh I could tell based off the first few moves. I'm like, this guy knows how to play this game. And so we're playing, we're playing, and it ended, the game ended in a tie. And I was like, I mean, you can choose to play again. And so I did a rematch. I completely crushed in the second game. <laughs> it, it was like, I was like, I thought he knew what he was doing, but he did not. <laughs> second game, he just made every mistake he could make. And it's fun. Um, so Clubhouse 51 games, Ring Fit. And then uh, they're playing a little bit of Fortnite. It's kind of coming back. The Animal Crossing craze is dying <laughs> down for me, which means Fortnite creeps back in. Oh, yeah, that's true. I, I should have mentioned that, too. I do hop on Fortnite to play with people every once in a while. I enjoyed the, the limited time mode they had with the uh, basically mini... Um, gosh, I can't remember what the mode's even called. Rumble, mini Rumble, mini Team Rumble, where it's like agents with Team Rumble. Mm, which yeah. Roger, if you remember, we were all like complaining, like this is unfair because when you level up and you have all these good items and you get those, and the other people that haven't leveled up don't have. Well, they just unlocked it for everybody. Now everyone has. Micah and I played it a little bit over the last week or something, and yeah, it's kind of chaotic now with all of the things on the line. yeah <laughs> it's a good mode it's a good mode it needed to be toned down to it's like you i, I got like the... i got like a the shield drip start with 50 shield take shield whenever you do shield damage and then take shield whenever receive shield whenever you receive health and it was like every time i got hit i would Get, I would end up having more health than I did when I started, and uh, <laughs> somehow we still lost that one, which was pretty degrading. Yeah, that was unfortunate. Yeah, I usually just end up with like a silent sniper, a hand cannon, and a scoped revolver. <laughs> I was like, these options are terrible. That's it for me on my what I'm what's your playing list. What do you got, Roger? What's been in your latest? And this doesn't have to be exclusive to Nintendo games. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, because I've, awesome. like, I've been playing Fortnite, but on PlayStation, because it gets better frame rate. Blasphemy. And, uh, so true, though. I've been coming back into it. I have not played it a lot lately, but the last few weeks I've been getting back into it because of the Animal Crossing hype kind of going down a little bit. I do check it on Animal Crossing, although I'm kind of trying to do the play, don't play for a week and get the messy hair. There's one hairstyle that you only get when you haven't played for a while. Um, and since this season's summer's event is not very interesting to me, I'm thinking of taking a week off or eight days off and seeing if I can get the messy hair that way. Um, and I have been getting back into Mario Maker a little bit, making a course here and there that Mike has been playing, and I don't oh, think yeah. very many other people have been playing. 
Um, this yeah, makes it easy for me to get the world record. My new courses are interesting. They're weird because they have the new mechanics. I'll hop in. I'll hop in and try them out because I've been wanting to do more. And uh, I have been try- trying to play a little bit of rock band because I want to work on a music video game for mobile next. So I'm trying to survey what makes them fun because rock band have been failing at their <laughs> DLC for like two years now. So well, you should check out Demo. Demo? Um, iPhone or iPad. How do you spell yeah, that? Yeah, that's uh, D-E-E-M-O. Oh, Demo. I was thinking it was spelled like demo, and I'm like, I think that's just another game that you didn't pay for. <laughs> yeah, I, I I got it when it was free for sure. some reason, and it's like a couple dollars now. But I I feel like it does the mobile music game very successfully. I'll look into it. Um, well, I feel like that. That wraps up our show. Unless you got, you have any other games you want to shout out specifically. No. Um, so, Roger has developed and put out a couple mobile games that uh, definitely you should check out. One of our if uh, of our listeners, uh, our twelve listeners, Roger, <laughs> Roger included in that twelve, so eleven people. One of the eleven people, people that makes it to the end of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and isn't asleep yeah. or away from their phone. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely check those out. Where can they find those, Roger? What's the easiest way to find those? Uh, you can type in. Um, I guess I'll just send them to Disc Brick. Disc D I S C Brick B R I C K. It'll show up, and you can look through my other apps, which will be increasing over the next year. Sweet. Yeah. Yes. Um, very fun. I've sunk quite a bit of time into Disbreak. <laughs> I'm almost done with my third game right now, so. Nice. I should actually put. Oh, I can't because you're not on iOS. So it's not. I'm not making it for Android yet, so. I have Micah on the beta test right now, so. I'm not into the early access. I don't have the right console. <laughs> the console oh, it's wars. Ironically Android harder. versus iPhone. It's ironically harder to develop for Android than iOS, in my opinion. So, Really? Yeah. I found it the opposite when doing development, but it's been a I think it depends. Well, that. part of the big reason it's harder is just so they don't have a device to test on, so that's very subjective. But I know that like yes. the in-app purchasing stuff was way harder on Android than it was on iOS. So, for me, uh, yeah. Yes. Well, I'll close out the show now. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, special thanks to VGR for the music that we use in our podcast. That's Video Game Remixes. You can find him out um, on SoundCloud, Spotify, um, the Googles. and His stuff's really cool. Uh, definitely check it out. Um, if you want to contact us, send us some questions for our question section or uh, news or topics you would like us to cover and talk about. We can be reached through Twitter at, at NintendoPals, um, Facebook, the NintendoPals Facebook page. Um, let's see, we've got Instagram. That's one's Nintendo Pals podcast. 
And uh, you can also leave a comment on your favorite podcasting listening service. We are now on several of them. Let's see. We are on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Anchor. And we're, we're working on getting into Apple Podcasts, iTunes. Um, and there's another one. Um, cast box that's what i'm looking for <laughs> so we'll definitely be popping up i think as we put more podcasts up the chances of getting into more of these spots goes up so definitely leave us a, a rating on one of those if you like what you listen to and if you don't go rate someone else <laughs> don't, don't give us a bad rating <laughs> uh, <laughs> um yeah, so with that, we'll close out. Uh, anybody want to give like a, a last, a last thought? Toadette for Smash. Toadette for Smash. That sounds awesome. <laughs>